Hi, Dishers. It's Stephanie Hansen. You know I'm a co-op shopper, and I would love it if you were too. When I go to Lakewinds Co-op, I know that I can find my Peterson grass-fed beef, my pastures of plenty pork, and my cottage on delicious free-range chickens. And when you're shopping at Lakewinds, it might surprise you to know that they've done all the work for you because they evaluate everything that comes into their doors. Their product standards require their products to have no artificial colors or flavors, no artificial sweeteners, no growth hormones. They are entirely in a safe environment for you. So they've done all the work and you can just go shopping. Lakewinds is in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and of course I shop their Richfield store, but there's no membership required. Everyone's welcome to shop at the co-op. And if you don't live or work near a Lakewinds, you can find the co-op that's nearest you. And I hope that you love it as much as I do, because really co-op shopping is where it's at for me. I love the experience and I love Lakewinds. And you can now order through Instacart. Feast season is upon us, and you can count on Lake Winds Food Co-ops to have all the local farm-fresh goodness you come to expect from your favorite co-op. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and at Lake Winds, they have all the fixings for your Thanksgiving table, from fresh flowers and cranberries from local growers to local turkeys from Featherstone Market, a local Cannon Falls, Minnesota, free-range, independent, third-generation family farm. Featherstone's turkeys are rotated through pastures, weather permitting, of course, and are antibiotic-free nitrate-free and delicious. Larry Schultz has beautiful eggs that you've had from Lakewinds, but they also raise certified organic turkeys in Owatonna. Lakewinds has local greens for the salad and vegetables for main dishes and sides from Featherstone Organics, including beautiful carrots for roasting. And if you're thinking squash, our winter squash from Twin Organics is a stellar addition to your beautiful harvest table. When you shop the co-op, you support small-scale local farmers who use sustainable practices. Give thanks for local farms this Thanksgiving. Lakewinds Food Co-op is in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. Find out more at lakewinds.com. I get my nom, nom, nom on with the My Talk Chicks, and we will eat on, eat on the weekly on my talk 1071 i'm stephanie march i'm stephanie hansen and we just got the funniest email <laughs> it's from jody she said when i was a kid my brother told me that mince meat came from minces small rodent like animals and for the next 30 years i had to leave the table if anyone was eating mince meat pie <laughs> <laughs> he ruined it for her. i pretty much love that that is a stellar stellar trick thank you jody that all right great. it is time it's time for top two in hour two Give me the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now, the weekly dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two. With it, with it, with it. Okay, it's the time of the show, you guys. We talk about a couple of things that we are just loving and can't get over this week. So, do you want to go first? I will. And mine is a weird thing for dogs. And they have <laughs> it for cats, You are very dog-focused, this show. Well, because I have, you know, my grandma's 16 years old. She's she is. ancient. She is. My sister also has a dog who's a black lab who's six. And both dogs loved this. And when I moved, I was like, I couldn't find it for days. And then I found it again. And the dog was so excited. It's weird. It's from Love a Foodie. Yeah. And it's in a tin jar. 
And what it is, is spices to put on your dog's food. Oh. And it's like oregano and cinnamon. It's kind of like, it looks like ground up pot, actually. Yeah. With cinnamon. But something about that combination is anti-inflammatory for the dog. For humans, too. Yeah. And they really, like, I just put a little sprinkle on her food, and she loves it. Great. Like, gets excited about eating her food again. Oh, great. So it's uh, Love a Foodie Dog Lover's Spice Blend. And I just love this idea that we're putting spices on our dog's food, too. Are we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Honestly, though, you could probably use that on your own, too, right? I could. But I don't mind that idea that, that it's, you know, it's just as, you know. Yeah, it's good. just like, yeah, they like human food. So anyway, and it's all anti-inflammatory because, again, she's old. So. Joints are, that's key yep. for old dogs. Very true. Okay, good. I love that. Uh, my first one is going to be uh, something I did yesterday at the Lynn Hall in Edina, the new one, which is high tea, which I know, I feel like. I feel like we've had high tea like at St. Paul, St. Paul Hotel, Hotel. Mm-hmm. and Brits used to do it, but I feel like that's kind of fallen on the wayside, maybe from the pandemic, obviously. But yep. like the idea that high tea was always a thing that people wanted information about. That was always a thing that we got emails for. Um, and I love the fact that that Lynn Hall is doing it in Edina at Fridays at 3 p.m. I think they're doing it on Fridays and Saturdays. And you basically show up and you sit down and you can pick your tea. You can have the bubbles cart drives by and you can decide if you want like a little glass of champs. And then you get, you can, and then the tea cart comes. And like, I was there with a couple other women and, and you know, like they picked different teas. I picked one that was a fermented, you know, and packed into the shape of a heart and we dropped it in my teapot and then it just bloomed, you know, as you pour the hot water Mm -hmm. on it was lovely. And then you get this tall stand of like pastries. You get finger sandwiches and then little cupcakes and stuff. It was quite civilized. Okay. In this world of non-civilized. I actions. like high tea and a lot of grandparents like to do that with their granddaughters. Yeah. And I will tell you this too. There were two women who are dressed up in their, uh, what do they call them? Financiers, you know, mm-hmm. the, the hats and they had their dresses and it was mostly women. There was one awkward date happening that they didn't do a lot of talking to each other. So we felt a little weird for them. Other than that, though, it's on, it, again, it's, you have to reserve ahead. I know that they're booked, you know, pr- they're getting booked up through December. So if you want to do this with like, as a holiday tradition, get on it. All right. Okay. Um, we'll do right. my taste test as my second one. So go ahead. Okay. Please. So there is a new soup subscription company, and maybe it's not new, but it's new to me. And it is called Simples. It's called Simples. Okay. S-I-M-P-L-S. It is a soup subscription that is in the Twin Cities. It's local people making soups. They work out of the Good Acre, I think, and use Minnesota-grown produce and Minnesota products to make the soups. Just to, And just as a side to let people know, if you work downtown, they did have a... They had a uh, they had a shop in the Skyways. Okay. So Simples was a place that we used to go and get kombucha on tap. So they have like free that. delivery... It is, you can get two quarts, you can get three quarts, or you can get four quarts of soup. Lots of different kinds of soups. So some with meat, some vegetarian, some um, vegan. And you can add cornbread or rolls or Bakersfield um, loaf of bread or chocolate chip cookies. I just, I love soup. I don't need a soup subscription because I make soup so much I can't even get rid of it all. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to dig out some 
for yes. your space, probably. But if you're somebody that likes soups, well, um, having I just someone, think it's a great idea. Yeah, having someone, and also having, you can send it to other people, too. Yeah, you, you know? sure can. Don't forget, birdsong soups, our friend Pam Knutson, birdsong soups on Facebook, she also still is doing her. Okay, soup subscription, yeah, too. I know. All right, so the second one here, I made Stephanie something during the break. Uh Nordic Waffles, which is a local company that has been out at the state fair and has a place at Potluck, has started making these waffle sandwiches that are in the freezer section of your favorite groceries. I know they're at Lund's. And they have a new egg and sausage and cheddar. So I heated it up in the microwave. But I don't think our microwave here is very strong because it's a little cold. But Stephanie, what do you think? It's a Nordic waffle, which is like a waffle, but it's thinner and it's like a wrap more. Then yeah. there's egg in there and then sausage and cheese. Um, so, yeah, it was ice cold in the center from and I don't blame the waffle for that. You no, know? it's but, crappy office microwave. I mean, it's hard for me to deny the deliciousness of anything that has the uh, the holy trinity of sausage, egg and cheese. I will eat pretty much anything like that. I don't mind this. I think it's good. I'm not a huge fan of the sweetness of the waffle, but I that's been my thing with Nordic waffles all along. I know it's a personal thing. So. I would rather have like a like a biscuit or something else. But I mean, as far as like grabbing it and a, being able to walk with it, I guess I would rather have this than a tortilla, too, because mm-hmm. tortillas tend to bug me in this situation. Um, but it's quite tasty. It's tasty. I didn't I don't I, I don't know if I would pick this up because I think I would rather have a biscuit sandwich. But that's again, it's a personal me choice. Um, the other way you can make it is in a traditional oven where you thaw it and bake it for 10 minutes. I will tell you this. The egg is impressive. Yeah. You know, it's a good egg. Um, it's thick and it's not like, you know, that whipped weird stuff. I think yeah, the, it's a real egg. And the cheese is good. I would say the components to this feel really good. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that. Too. Yeah. So you can pick. So you can get this where now? Like at Lund's. At Lund's. In the grocery, so it's in the grocery store. Yep, in yeah. the frozen food section. So they are. Yeah, maybe if I would put this in the oven, that might change everything about it. If you had kids, too, like, I guess that we're going to school because some are. Mm, but even if, you know, you just want kids to be able to heat something up on their own in the microwave without having to wake you up for breakfast. You know how there's that age? Yeah. Or it was once yeah. when our children were much younger. But anyway, I think it's delicious. Yeah, I'm not it, mad. I, I didn't think I was going to love it. It just kind of was like, oh. I don't love it, but I don't not oh, like okay. it. Like, and I'll be. I'll be totally honest with you. Like the thing that I, there's days where Jake and I grab the, uh, the breakfast sandwich from caribou, which is a microwaved thing. You know, it's, yep. I don't have any, I don't have any, uh, you know, illusions that it's like, you know, this handcrafted egg sandwich, but it's good and it's usually hot and it's flaky and it's nice. And I don't mind that, that caribou sandwich. So I, I tend to look for ones that are, you know, that are not like English muffin sandwich, like the McMuffin thing. Is a okay, but I want a biscuit if I if I'm gonna eat egg, sausage, and cheese, that's sort of the rule for me. I eat egg McMuffins if I'm hungover. Mm. That's like my need to have an egg McMuffin. I am surprised that I like this as much as I do. I'm not really a breakfast sandwich person. Oh, I love them. I love making them though. I mean, like we used I used to make one probably once a week for Jake before as he and then I would make it on an English muffin. We called it a fake egg sandwich. And I don't know why we did that, but we did. And you would put ham, 
you know, and then cheese. And then you'd put like the egg that I'd fold and then I'd wrap it up in foil and hand it to him as he walked out the door. So why was it fake egg? I don't know. We just <laughs> called it fake egg sandwich because it wasn't like, I don't know, because it's like I scrambled the egg. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a real egg. It was like I kind of, I don't know. It's one of those weird things. We also called soft boiled eggs. We called them scoopy eggs. But that's just, it'll never not be a scoopy egg. Just you know? cute family lore. Yeah, it is family lore. Um, um, I made... Uh, egg sandwiches for LA for breakfast until she asked me to stop because she thought they were gross. Oh, well, thank so, God she told you to stop. Honestly. I was like, okay, kid. Uh, yeah. Trying to do the motherly thing here. You're on your own. Yeah, I know. Seven. If Bye. They, if, they, if they don't want it, please don't let me keep having to slave away and do something for you that you don't want. Exactly. I love that. All right. When we come back, we are going to be talking to uh, our friend Renee from Lake Winds. And Lake Winds has a lot of great options for turkey dinner as well. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Steph March for Common Ground, Minnesota. And I just want to tell you how glad I am that we have a resource for farmers and food and agriculture in Minnesota. We are so lucky. It's one of the biggest things that our state is known for. And sometimes I feel like we don't get a chance to actually talk to farmers and find out what they're doing. And Common Ground, Minnesota is a, is, is a place on Facebook where you can ask questions about how your food is grown right here from local farmers. These are women who are volunteering their time to answer your questions and to engage in conversation. Plus, they'll show you cute farm pictures of their dog. I mean, what's better than that? And they post recipes. What could be better than that? Common Ground Minnesota is a resource for you guys, and it's all volunteer-led. And I just encourage everybody, if you're curious about your food and where it comes from and the farming that is going on in Minnesota, you want to get to Common Ground Minnesota on Facebook. I am here with Renee Wisnat, and she is with Lake Winds Co-op, and they have locations in Richfield, Chanhassen, and uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the third one? Minnetonka. Minnetonka, thank you. Okay, I should know this. (laughs) Come on! You guys are so generous (laughs) that you sponsor the Weekly Dish podcast, and you can always find, if you miss a show, you can always find our podcast either on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Renee... We are thinking that Thanksgiving is going to look a bit a, a little bit different this year. What are you guys thinking at Lake yes. Winds? Are you experiencing that? Yes, the same thing. We have been looking at different trends and reports. And the last thing I saw said that about 30% of people are changing how they celebrate Thanksgiving this year. So they're having smaller gatherings. They're not traveling. Um, they're having more virtual gatherings. So they might be celebrating with just their household or planning a smaller meal than in years past. Yeah, I think that's true, too. And I people talk about like where you can get your heat and eat Thanksgivings and where you can get your sides. And I I just the grocery stores just in general groceries, you guys, the co-ops, everybody does such a fantastic job of providing Mm -hmm. heat and eat meals and also on the regular. Yeah, this is kind of your wheelhouse. So do you have some things at Lakelands in particular for Thanksgiving that you're excited about? Yes, you know, because of the the changing of the Thanksgiving holiday this year, we have two meal kits that we have not done in the past. So we have one that is a DIY meal kit where you get all of the ingredients and you make your feast. Or we have another one that is a ready-made meal that you just heat and eat. And then we have, like, tons of options from our deli. Any, like, vegan side you want or different things you can kind of do as an a la carte, which makes it easy. And I think, like, I heard... Earlier, you were mentioning about, you know, just make Thanksgiving easy on yourself this yes. year. Like, simplify, like, pick and choose what you want to make or not. I just think it's been such a tough year. Outsource what you don't want to do and then do what you love to do. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> if you 
love to cook the bird, but yeah. you don't love to do all the sides. Just like pick them yeah. up. Exactly. Like if you want to roast that turkey and make broth afterwards and have leftovers, make the turkey and then order the pie. Or if you love to yes. make pie, make your pie, like outsource some sides, outsource the turkey if you want. There's right. so many options. Well, and there's mm-hmm. so many. Yeah, you can like get a smoked turkey and then it's also something mm-hmm. new, but also something you didn't have to do, you know? <laughs> exactly. So I'm all about make it easy. And um, if you're having a smaller group to just like order a bone and turkey breast and do that instead of a whole turkey or even do a rotisserie chicken if you want. There's lots of options this year. And again, I, I think it's all about make it easy on yourself. It's been a tough year. Just do what you want to do and outsource the rest or skip it. One of the things that can trip people up when they are having guests over is like, we get this question a lot, like, oh, my um, son's girlfriend is vegan or my son's mm-hmm. girlfriend is gluten-free. And the co-op mm-hmm. has a lot of opportunities to get gluten-free pies and gluten-free flowers. Yeah. You guys, um, are there some things that you'd recommend for people that just have no idea what to do in a gluten-free situation? Yeah, there are a couple different things you can do. One is to um, use a gluten-free flour and just substitute it for your normal flour. Or if you have someone who's vegan, use a vegan butter alternative. I know I have a daughter with a dairy allergy, so like our turkey is going to have, you know, a vegan butter in um, instead of a regular butter um, and we'll use a, like a, a soy cream instead of a regular cream. So there's different substitutes you can do. Or also, again, you can look at your co-op's deli. They probably have different vegan options. So if you just, if you really have like a family recipe you want to make, um, then you can just get a side dish that's gluten-free or vegan for your guests who might have a, a food um, special diet of some sort. I do want, if you have like a vegetarian that's coming I do want to encourage people not to just give them salad. What? Right. I mean, most of Thanksgiving is pretty vegetarian. I mean, besides the turkey, I mean, it's this is the right time and the mm-hmm. right feast because there's potatoes, there's yams, mm-hmm. there's Brussels sprouts. I mean, this is the thing is, I think the only way to I think the only way to screw it up is if you add bacon to everything, which right. is Some not a bad do. thing. But just remember that I think this is actually not to stress out about vegetarian or vegan people around you because the majority of this meal is vegetarian usually. Right. 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 You can make a whole meal from the side. Yeah. Yeah. And, this is mm-hmm. the one. This is the one where they're not just getting salads. That's kind of where I actually am heading. Like, I'm thinking, should I just do all sides and just skip the main? You could. It's, right. you know, because I just, like the side parts the best. The sides yeah. are amazing. <laughs> I'm all about the turkey because I need A, the stock, and then I need, mm. you know, turkey sandwiches the next day. Oh, true. True. Yeah. We do like a good turkey sandwich. Yeah. Um, I like to feature Minnesota makers and I like to find makers when I go to the co-op and you guys have so many good new Mm -hmm. makers. Uh, What are some of the like Minnesota folks that we can support that we can find at Lake Winds that would be on our Thanksgiving tables or just products that we should know about? Yeah, that's a great question. So of course your turkeys, we've got great local turkeys. Um, Lake Winds has turkeys from Ferndale Market and also organic turkeys from Larry Schultz. So they're both sustainable, free range. Like those turkeys have lived the life, like they're out eating bugs and <laughs> out in the field right. like you expect. I love that. And then, for, yeah, for your sides, we've got um, like a taking stock bone broth. So taking stock is a local company. Um, so if you're making gravy and you um, need some bone broth for that, of course, you also have um, local apples for your apple pie, yep. your local butters, local wild rice for your stuffing. 
And um, there's just so many great options. We even have um, Great River Organic Milling is a local flower company. Ooh. So flour might not be something you think about as a local option. Um, we've got 20-mile custard. It's made in Wisconsin. So for your pie, if you, your apple pie, you need a little a la mode on there. It's a, a delicious option. There's, there's so many local makers at your local co-op. So One keep thing. your eyes open and discover some new favorites. You mentioned uh, that Taking Stock Foods bone broth. They, mm-hmm. She has a version that you guys sell that's bone broth that has turmeric in it, which again yeah. is anti-inflammatory. But the hidden like secret there is it really makes your gravy have a beautiful color. Mm, yeah, because it's sort of already got that dark, rich. Um, and when you use that to make your gravy, it just I just I always use that, even though it has the turmeric in it, because I just think it gives it such a beautiful color on yeah. the Thanksgiving table. It, so um, and even for your squash and some sides, we've got American um, hazelnut company and they've got like a hazelnut oil and you can drizzle <sighs> that on your squash and really give your roasted veggies an extra yummy, yes, nutty flavor. That. I'll bring you some. You have some of yeah. that? You yep. guys, hazelnuts are my jam. <laughs> I love that. And especially on squash. That's so funny you said that because that's one of those, I was looking at a recipe that I was going to hassle back and then I thought I'm going to put hazelnuts and sage in between. Yum. Ooh, but yeah, I'll quick. bring you the oil. Oh, dang. That's awesome. And even on um, a lot of your, like your carrots, if you're doing a local maple or local honey. So there are a lot of different things. You can add these lovely flavors with our local honey um, beekeepers and our local maple syrup makers. So there's so many great options. There really are. And I thank you for being our guest today. Um, there's just something about the co-ops that kind of screams feast season to me. Just well, And it's just, I think one of the things I just want to add in is that it's just such a, it, I, I love the fact that you guys are all food people. Like it's not, you know, mm. I feel like I, I, I'm not going to slam any of the giant national grocery chains, but there's something about the people working at our co-ops and, and Lake Winds is like this too, where you walk in and you can talk to people about food and they get food. They're, they're very keyed yeah. in on what products are and what the things. And so I know we have a lot of questions about like, I don't know, should I, should I use the purple carrots or can I? not use the purple what is this sweet potato is it going to mash up this color <laughs> and i feel like that's what i love about our co-ops in minnesota is that you guys know the answers you know if you talk to someone in the produce department they will know like more than you can even believe about that produce or the guys behind the meat counter or gals behind the meat counter they know so much they're just a, a wealth of knowledge so if you have any questions about how the produce was grown or how the meat was raised ethically like they can tell you um some some great, really helpful and great background. One thing too that I did not know about co-ops and so I started working with Lake Wins is that everything in the store has to meet these very rigorous standards. Yeah. So no high fructose yeah. corn syrup, no pesticides. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're buying in the store, you already know is good for you and as as ethically raised as possible. Right. So you you right. can ask all the individual questions if you want to, sure, but just know that if there's something they carry, they've already done that work for you. Yeah. So that's great, too. Right. You don't have to read the ingredients or the labels. Like, even yeah. we have, like, clean skin care that's paraben-free and all of that, as well as, again, yeah, no artificial colors or flavor flavors. Um, all right. We have really high standards. Thanks, Renee. Thanks, for Renee. Being our Appreciate guest today. it. We're going to be right Thank back. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, everybody welcome back to weekly dish uh i just think that we have to let you guys know that um 
The Associated Press via Twitter right now, the Associated Press has called Pennsylvania for Joe Biden, bringing his electoral vote total above the 270 needed to win the presidency. Vote counting and legal challenges are still ongoing in some battleground states, but that the but the AP, which was the uh, the the one that they all said they were going by. So there's a lot on your Twitter right now, probably that says, you know, I'll just say congratulations, Madam Vice President elect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, that's historic. That's historic. Kamala, our girl. And by the way, just so you know, I mean, not to get all political, I'm trying not to get too much, but I did wear my Chucks today as uh, Chuck Taylor's. My, all right. My blue Chuck Taylor's. So there you go. All right. Um, yeah. Back okay. to the food scene, just to let you guys know. Um, we are still talking about the feast today. Guess what? It's time for the magazine drill down for the trends. Yes. Okay. And they're thin, Stephanie. I'm Dude. feeling a little concerned about the magazine about the industry. the print world? Yes. yes. You should feel concerned. <laughs> National print is having a harder time than local print. I'll just tell you that. But, okay. Um, we, so, of course, we, we went through and we looked at our magazines to talk about trends. The biggest trend is that everybody is, it seems to me, in the local mags, both Bon Appetit and uh, Food and Wine, you know, their whole thing was, it seemed to me it's more about storytelling. It's more about people telling the stories of Thanksgiving, and because it's so different this year, there's no way of, you know, categorizing it as typical, so then how do you, and to remember, these guys put these issues together probably in, like, June, Mm -hmm. you know, so... Of course, they were sort of like, well, we don't know what it's going to be like anyway. Um, but I think that it's interesting to see that that they're really more about family and storytelling. You're going to have to get off the Twitter for a second, doll. Yep, yeah. sorry. Because you're on a radio show with me. One bit. And I need you to be with me. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about, I think, Bon Appetit. You know, they obviously have gone through a lot of issues this year with their cultural diversity and the way that their leadership has taken them. Let me also tell you this, that uh, putting out a magazine of Thanksgiving stuff year after year after year where the meal is basically a turkey and sides, it's rough. It's rough to try to come up with fresh content for print, okay? Because you and I can do this, and we can talk about turkeys, and we can talk about stuff, and it's always fresh, but print is something that you have to tell a story. So I was really glad to see that they were doing storytelling of different cultures and different perspectives and different types of Thanksgiving. But I felt, in the end, it was short on recipes for me. Um, What did you think? I liked the recipes they had. Yeah. I felt like I would cook some. There was a lot more diversity in the choice of recipes. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that I don't think I'm cooking this for Thanksgiving, but I can't wait to cook it, was a tater tot egg bake with bitter green salad. Yeah. And it looks like a tater tots and eggs kind of in a palm Anna. Yeah. I thought that was was almost like a frittata. Yes. But it's like, I don't know. I thought that was a good idea. Here's my thing with like, and I get like, I love the idea of even like of the Hmong, you know, Union Hmong Kitchen and all this kind of stuff. Um, I love the idea of incorporating different things. And I've had Harissa, you know, throughout some of my food. And I, you know, I definitely pull in different flavors because I cook like that. That's my normal cooking base is to throw garam masala and everything right now and all this kind of stuff. But I always worry about like, okay, how can I put this dish in? This sounds delicious. Will this match with everything else? Does it need to match? What's your feeling on that? Um, I feel like you take more risks than I do 
and I'm a more traditionalist on this meal yeah. in particular. Yep. I do there in Bon Appetit. There was a sweet potato cake with salted cream cheese frosting. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I could really have that instead of pie. You totally could. But then they also had a great recipe for hand pies. Those were And cute. I am always attracted to the little hand pies. I know. You guys, I made a pie for Kurt's birthday and I just had an epic fail that I feel like I need to share with you. Okay. I don't know why I did this. I was kind of hungover, actually, when I was preparing the apples and I just cut them into like these big chunks, kind of rustic chunks. And then I cooked the pie. And so it was mounded high with apples. And then I cooked the pie. The apples slumped, not all the way, but slumped down. So when you cut into the pie, you had this gigantic air pocket. And then all of the filling just ran out of the pie. It was so <laughs> ugly. Once I, It was beautiful before I cut it. Yeah. It was so bad. So you didn't have enough, like the filling wasn't thick enough? It wasn't even that because it was thick. It's just that the apples, like you need to slice them thinner and layer them and then put your pie on top so that when things are baking down, you don't have this giant dome of air. Yeah. It attaches more to the apples that have already been. Did you have poked holes? And stuff? I did poke holes. I did. I, I, I don't bake pies, so I don't have any. And I've super never good had this problem before. And I was like, what did I do wrong? And then I was like, oh, I always slice the apples different. Oh, okay. Like, I don't do big rustic chunks. I kind of slice them yeah. and then I lay them in there. And so if you're making a pie, that was, okay. and it tasted fine, but it was so ugly. There's some beautiful pies in the Martha Stewart Living uh, magazine. This one was, I thought, Martha Stewart kind of phoned it in this year by, uh, I mean, they have like a, they have some beautiful pies on the cover and they call Grateful Spreads, a chef's Thanksgiving menu made easy. That was it. That was it. One English chef's Thanksgiving menu. And then, then they're like, and go to thanksgivingfeast.com on MarthaStewartLiving.com. So it was like, they gave me only a little bit enough for print, but here's the thing that I got to say, I, of course, of course I'm going to be dragging through all the Thanksgiving websites too, but for cooking, I want, if I want to rip out a recipe, this is the one time I want print. Like this one meal is when I want print so that I can pull it out. I can, you know, have it in the kitchen and I can rifle through it. So I do say that. I um, did have a chilled crisp rosé champagne serving with their turkey. Yes. Um, well, let me just say, like, the chef that they have is this London, and they're in the Cotswolds with this, like, it's wonderful... It's all ridiculously white. It, Can I just say that? Well, but see, there you go, right? <laughs> like, it's almost too much, and then it's too perfect and weird. Yes. It's too idyllic, and then all I could do is look at that cabin or that cottage and be like, oh, I want a house like that. A cottage like that. No one has that. Sweet potato and sage tian. That's that looks good. I'm so glad you said that. That's exactly the one that I pulled out of there. That I thought that it'd be a something I would do. Red onion stuff with parsley and breadcrumbs. Okay, I no, but here's a question. I wanted to ask you about that. So they were hollowing out a big red onion. There, she's making like a big hollow in it, and then there she's stuffing it with breadcrumbs and yep. whatever parsley. parsley and i don't and then you bake it are you cutting into just eating an onion like that yeah do you yeah. would you i i serve like it's pretty enough and my mind was like ooh, this is a pretty table thing and like it's it's interesting and different but i think the idea of just eating a roasted onion is not gonna fly on my table I would eat that. You would? But I also make stuffed tomatoes with the same kinds of fillings and Parmesan cheese, and I serve those with steak. I think it's not. 
I mean, that's totally different. Like eating a tomato is something you do. You bite into tomatoes. You take slices of tomatoes and eat them. You never just eat an onion like that. An onion to me is always an adornment, you know, to other things. But to eat it as its own dish, it's just, it's mind bending. (laughs) I might have to make this as a possible thing. It's really pretty. It's, and it is really pretty. So you don't know if you'd do it. All right. I think I would. You would do it. I would. For your table, for other people? Well, not for this meal because you'd have stuffing and so you'd have double stuffing then. But the idea of stuffing an onion with stuff, yeah, I would do that. Okay. I like it. Um, I'm going to tell you Food Mag- Food Network magazine. Um, I it's mean, It's the thickest one, which makes me a little sad. Well, because they have a whole network supporting. Okay. Well, I mean, so does Martha Stewart. But um, it was, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know what? The funny thing is, is I usually poo-poo it. And then I find some of the great recipes every year. I pull at least one or two from here. Ina Garten's probably got a few in there. Um, I don't know if she does, but there's, I got to tell you, I was so annoyed by the celebrity hawking. And I, it's like, I forget because I don't look at this magazine and I don't really even watch the show. Um, but the idea, or the whole network, but the idea of like every recipe has to have a face next to it and say, you know, with like a so-and-so makes this and so-and-so makes right. that. Right. But they had your focaccia in it. Oh, yes. If you haven't done that yet, that's the focaccia that you press the vegetables into it yep. and make a little scene. Yeah. But it I, would be pretty for your Thanksgiving table some, if you're a focaccia yeah, eater. Actually, I thought that, too. Yeah. I was thinking that I was, you know, I know I kind of gave you the business on that one. But, um, you know, this is what I'm saying. Like, everybody has a face and a story behind their dish. And it's normally, all about the personality, yeah. not about the food. And I'm and that to me is I'm a yeah. little bit over that. But I will tell you that Food and Wine has a has a uh, they had a bulk thing where they had all recipes, Eating Well magazine, and Food and Wine all in one bundle at oh. the grocery store. Because I'm and, a Food and Wine subscriber, so I wonder if I'm going to get that. Yeah, I don't know if you are either, but I but it was bu- it was bundled three magazines for one, and I think the all the all recipes one is interesting, and the Eat Well, which is in my car, uh, was also good. So those had interesting things in them. I haven't touched this yet. I haven't gone into my cook's holiday because I wasn't quite ready, but that's I think, always great. You're going to do a Bush to Noel. I think for this Christmas year this we year? do a Bush to Noel for Christmas. It's, I think we should do a challenge. Like you should do one, and I should do one. Oh, we should. And then we it, should, you know, I have it. Canadian relatives that we used to go to Canada and have Christmas with. I did not know that. Yeah. I don't know I've if you've ever Bush said that well. before. Uh, yes. And I've seen that people and we've made it too. Yeah. All right. All right. There's some trends that are in the magazines in case you are thinking about picking up some of them. I will say the websites, again, are all stocked and wonderful um, and full of good things. And um, the trends, of course, this year, again, do it different. Do it smaller. There's no rules. And if you're going to do something on Zoom with your relatives, there's a lot of tips on how to do a Zoom oh, that's with fun. your relatives. Let's add that to next week's show. Yeah, we can definitely do okay. that. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today, you guys. It's been a great day. We have been talking the feast season all day. And we're probably going to do it every day for now. <laughs> I mean, I think that's about it. We're just going to talk about Thanksgiving from here on out. But it'll be from lots of different angles. Yes. You know, I'll I'll try to bring some funny. And well, I think we'll have to cover Zoom strategies for if you're Zooming Thanksgiving. Uh, I believe in that. I think that's going to be a good one. I've got pie stuff coming up, too, that um, will be fun. Yeah, no, we've got a lot. And we'll talk about all the things going on in town, too. 
um, because there's a lot of great things that are sort of happening, like in terms of things like Adam's Soul to Go just opened yeah. at Potluck. And I think that's a really awesome thing. Adam He's Randall. He's got some great ribs. Yeah, from the Caribbean Smokehouse in Stillwater. He uh-huh. had to close that shop. But he is now doing a counter service spot in the Potluck at Rosedale. Adam's Soul to Go. He's got ribs and wings. He's got fried chicken sandwich. Uh, but he's also got like tostadas and sopes, which is kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for bring me everything into one place. I don't care (laughs) the provenance. I just want to eat the tasty things all at once. Yeah. They're having um, at Potluck, too, like a fall-ish kind of holiday-ish menu. Yeah. um, Where they have, they're doing something with cranberries at Betty and Earl's Biscuits. That sounded interesting to me. Okay. Yeah. They have have great ideas of things to do. Um, I tell you that I just want to let you guys know if you saw the feed this week, which was kind of a little bit clipped because there was just... Not a lot going on, you know, but um, Norseman Distillery, in fact, I had announced that they were reopening their cocktail room, but they have now decided not to. Oh, so they are staying closed. And Scalvin has opened a distillery up in Brooklyn Park. Scalvin sure room. did. Yep. They opened their cocktail room. Theirs is still open um, Friday to Saturday from four to nine thirty. You do need to make reservations, I think. Yeah. But it's at Brooklyn Park, so you can sit at their bar. Um, but they do. They are very strict about masks there, you guys. They do ask that you, if you're sitting at the bar, you wear your mask the entire time unless you're pulling it down to take a sip of your coffee. I'm starting to feel like I need a mask with a straw hole. There's a lot of people. Those are a hot gift for because that's becoming humans. more of a thing. And yeah. I'm not going in any places, but I don't know. My resolve could get weak as the season goes on. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And um, then maybe yeah. a straw hole. Yeah. I have to shut my buzzing off. I know. We're oh my getting God, sorry. a we're gajillion getting all of our and... people. By the way, happy birthday to Matt Larson, my son. Happy birthday, Matt. <laughs> he's in Chicago and he's on the golf course and he's not listening, but just happy birthday to that boy who has really come through and is in a good space right now, which is a hard one spot to be in for him. I like it. I love him. Um, okay, here's another one that I want to let you guys know is popping up. Marty's Deli. We have a new sandwich shop because... Everybody is into sandwiches right now. Here are the here's the here's the triumvirate: fried chicken sandwiches, sandwiches, and burgers. There's burger pop ups. There's pizza pop ups. There's I mean we are all into easy eating right now. That petite Lyon burger, yeah, the, the Oklahoma double, style. Oh, what? Where can people get that petite Lyon? You just is it a curbside takeout? <laughs> it's sitch? only curbside takeout. Yep, that's oh, all they're doing. That burger was I just put it. Did on you have my, it? I no, oh. you had it. And then I think I put it, maybe it wasn't even you. No, oh, I didn't it. Oh, it was J.D. Hovland had it. Sure. And JD. I put it on my stories and I just, I didn't even say anything. I just let it sit there yeah. and just in all its glory. And an Oklahoma style burger to remember is the kind that where they, they sear it and then they, you flip it. There's a flat burger on a griddle and you then pile the onions on top so that it's cooking with the onions and then you flip it on top of the onions. Yum. Oh God, it's so good, you guys. And it's so good. You can get them not only at Petit Leone. But P.S. You can get them at uh, Lynn Lake Brewery. They have a little like inside their place called Burger Joint, I think, or Burger Place or Burger something. There's too many things with burger in the name. But in the Lynn Lake Brewery, they have the Burger Place where you can order those just to pick up. And then we suburbs, I got to let you know that the Dakota Junction out in Mound has a great Oklahoma style burger, too. Okay. And I, yeah, I, I just, today might be a burger day. I don't know for I sure. I want to just mention that if people are in their tradition, they have walked for hunger. Uh, the an annual walk for hunger is going to be happening again, but it's going to be virtual. Yeah. Um. So you can go to uh, 
walktoendhunger.org. And you can sign up to virtually walk with your family and you can raise money and all the money that they raise will go to uh, hunger in the Twin Cities. So they're helping to fund things like the Central Kitchen and they're at 33% of their goal. Great. So they have uh, quite a ways to go. But if you want to participate in the Walk to End Hunger, you can do that and they have prizes and it's fun and it would be a good family walk, right? Oh, God, yeah. And you can go to walktoendhunger.org. Yeah, seriously. I love that idea. Um, and again, you guys, remember that hunger is around. It's not just Very Thanksgiving. So. We don't volunteer just on Thanksgiving. Do the work that is needed all year long and, um, you know, kind of get out there and, and don't be afraid to use resources if you need it, too, by the way. One in eight Minnesotans are experiencing hunger due to high rates of job losses, economic uncertainty, that's just a lot when yeah. you think of a developed country and Minnesota that seems so prosperous and full of food and mm-hmm. food choices. One in eight. Yeah. And so don't forget that if you are picking up a bunch of food for yourself and if you can throw a couple cans, you know, in, in a box and then just keep one, you know, in your trunk. And just I sometimes have like an extra bag and I just throw a bunch of stuff in there and then I bring it to the food shelf. So I like it. Yeah. Just doing a little extra work like that. Um Letting you know also that uh, there is, um, oh shoot, I think they canceled it. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait, there is a food drive down at Shell's Brewery today. So if you feel like you want to take a drive, here's what you do. You bring your shells, you bring your food, your cans and whatever down to Shell's Brewery in New Ulm. Nice day for a drive. Um, and you get a free beer with for your donations. It's a beautiful drive and yes. it's a beautiful brewery. Yeah. And so it's a good idea. It's just a little bit maybe out of your you know path, but I think it's kind of a fun. I mean, it's a great day for it. Why not? Why it's not? Nothing. I'm going to go to some breweries today, I think. Are maybe you? Maybe hit up Anoka. Is there a good brewery up in Anoka area that I should be checking oh, out? Oh, there is one. There is. It's a newer one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's not 56, it. but I it's something that I'm thinking. Um, yeah, no, I know. I'm trying to figure out. I might have some. Uh, I might have some burger action this afternoon, or I might go and grab some sandwiches. I'm still haven't gotten one from is Lake it City. 10K brewing. In it Anoka? is 10K, okay. isn't it? Right? Yeah. Doesn't that seem right? Nice beer, nice people. They said. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, have you gotten any Lake City sandwiches yet? Nope. Not a sandwicher, you know, sandwiches are like a lot has to be happening for me to order a sandwich anywhere. Really? Yeah. I like sandwiches. I just would never order a sandwich and I never make a sandwich. But when I have a sandwich, I'm always like, oh, this sandwiches are so good. Yeah. Like a banh mi. Yum. Uh I just never do it. Wow. And Kurt always does it. Our phones are going crazy. It's your, can you I, take your I vibrator off? I don't even off? know how to turn it off. You don't? Because it's no, like unreal. <laughs> this is like what happens in the middle of the night when there's any breaking news and my husband just puts the pillow over his head. How do you not know how to take the vibrator I off don't. your phone? I don't. Like mine is silent. I know. I don't know how to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just put it under your you leg. You can just keep shaming me, but it's not going to uh, change anything because I like, don't I'm, know I'm how. seriously Jedi mind tricking your phone. Like, stop buzzing. Oh, okay. my God. Uh, okay. Someone wrote in for the, this is great. Pat said, those Genio turkey breasts in a bag are delicious. Oh. I buy them all the time, and I bought three when they were on sale. The color will enjoy. Just bake at 375 for three hours in the bag. 
It's all meat. Well done, Candy. Yes. Well done, Candy. Hey, um, you guys, just to let you know, too, like we're going to answer a lot of questions and stuff over the next couple of weeks. But honestly, if you have, you know, things that you want us to talk about specifically, like, hey, you know, can someone please just really break down how, how you carve gravy. a turkey or how, you know, oh, how to carve a turkey is a good one. I know. Like those kind of things. Sometimes, again, like we've been talking about Thanksgiving now for <laughs> 1500 years and so sometimes we forget you know to kind of redo some of the basics maybe so that i think that's a great one to talk about maybe you know again like you said the gravy thing i still haven't i've had one one good gravy i think in the last i have tricks for gravy yeah well, I, got, I mean, I feel like I might have tried tricks. them, but I don't know why I keep failing. I don't know. I'm going to bring you my magic sauce, and yeah. it's going to make your gravy. All right. But I don't, I have an issue with the gravy. That That's a thing. So if you have, you know, things you want us to talk about, definitely send us a note. Send us a little email, and we will see if we can work it into the matrix. All right, you guys. Have Congratulations to the Biden-Harris ticket on the announcement, and hopefully you guys go have a good day. Ciao, ciao.